Nathan, so I guess uh, so I guess it's my pick this week, huh? Yep, yep, it's all you, buddy. Well, I got a good one for you. What's that? We're gonna do Showgirls. Oh, hey, all right, Showgirls. It's a it's a classically terrible movie, so it'd be great, perfect for our show. Yeah, who's yeah, in it? Uh, I, who, I forget who's in it. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Berkley. Elizabeth Berkley, Brendan. You know how I feel about Elizabeth Berkley. Nathan, are you, are you all right? Or? I am furious. Okay. I am so furious. I'm hitting my hands on stuff because that's what you do when you're furious about things. Nathan, those French fries are expensive. Okay. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Oh, I hated Robocop. I love Paul Verhoeven. Man, Robocop, awesome. I love Robocop. Oh, <laughs> Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy now. (laughs) Smiling, because that's that's what you do when you're happy. Uh, um, uh, Also, Kyle MacLachlan's in it. (laughs) Oh, Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, no, what's wrong? I just... Every time I think of him, I get so... Because it makes me think of Twin Peaks. And Laura Palmer. And she was taken at such a young age. Um, 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 uh, It's the same... um, Gina Gershon's in it. Oh, Gina Gershon. Oh, dear. Her, her, her eyes are soulless. She terrifies me. Um, 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 it was released in 1995? Oh, man, 1995 was such a great year. I was, like, really getting into punk rock at that time. So many happy songs to listen to. Man, I'm, so- I'm smiling again, because that's what you do when you're happy. You smile. <laughs> uh, Nathan, you want to throw it to our theme song? Brendan, you know how I feel about theme songs! Oh my god. Oh my god, just roll it! You know when I pick a movie That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? Welcome, everyone. Just just to make sure everyone's perfectly clear, I love, love theme songs. I really do. Especially are you, ours. Are you sh- <laughs> Okay, good. Because yeah. I, I want you to throw Taylor under the bus. By the way, we mentioned it before, but Taylor Green of the Motor League does her theme song, and it's fantastic. Yep. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of What Were They Thinking? I am Brendan. I am Nathan. And we are here <laughs> to talk about Paul Verhoeven's masterpiece. Classic. 1995's Showgirls. But we're not alone. Nor should we be in a situation like this. We are joined you, by... You need an adult for this movie. <laughs> well, we have two adults. <laughs> okay, well, of. good. Sort of. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're over 18. Our Californian... Californian brethren... And sisterin. S- and sisterin. I was trying to figure out a word for that. Uh, not cistern, s- but cistern. Siblering? Stephen... <laughs> Steven and Isabel from, from <laughs> everything I learned from movies. Oh, wait, is he talking about us? He's using your adult <laughs> I don't know who Isabel is, but... <laughs> what Hello, up, Steven? I am Steven? Steven? <laughs> I'm Izzy. <laughs> so, you guys have been on before, but uh, why don't you tell the folks, yeah. the folks listening at home, all about your podcast? 
Absolutely. Well, everything I learned from movies, uh, we watch bad to questionable movies and uh, drink sure, beer, drink beers, and what uh, you share need the for this movie. From them. Oh, we've oh. we've got a beer. I don't know if you guys are drinking as well, but uh, <laughs> well, actually, it's not really it's a beer. Not a beer. <laughs> it's, it's a premium malt beverage, I believe. Nice. But, uh, uh, yeah, we're prepared, and uh, yeah, we also have uh, celebrity interviews, uh, little mini episodes, uh, a lot of good stuff. Actually, got a pretty good interview coming up with, uh, let's just say, a lady from Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're constantly screaming at our ornamental predators we live with. <laughs> oh, cats. <laughs> and where can we uh, where can we find your show? Oh, uh, well, you can just Google everything I learned from movies. We come up, I checked. Uh, but we're also at eilfm.podbean.com. Uh, subscribe there, and it'll just automatically download your favorite podcatcher. What about Twitter? Oh, we're on Twitter as well. What about Instagram? We're on Instagram. We're also on the Facebook at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Very good. Check it out. Very good. Yeah. Give him a round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Very good. Very good. Very good. Hoorah! I want your party, Steve. <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> Nathan, back off my man. <laughs> See, hey, this... I'm just saying. I've already taken your top off, Izzy. Now Steve's turn to do it for me. Oh. So. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, then maybe you should hand me that beverage. Quote, unquote, <laughs> over there. Goes down smooth, just like me. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know what? I think this is perfect. That We set the perfect tone for this film. Because oh. we did watch Showgirls. Just to uh, just to get into the background of this movie a little bit, it does have a lot of background. So I'm gonna get basically this movie was made in 1995 uh, for 45 million dollars, which is pretty sizable at the time. I thought you were um, gonna say on a bet. <laughs> significant controversy and hype surrounding this movie because it's one of the very few theatrically released, wide widely theatrically released uh, movies rated NC-17. Yeah. Now <laughs> the thing is, uh, this movie often gets uh, people often say it was a, a fairly big success. However, in theaters, it actually bombed, oh. bombed yes. horribly in theaters. It made thirty-seven million on a budget of forty-five, so it did not do well. However, well, once it was released on home video, made over a hundred million dollars from video rentals. It's because so, pornography does that. That's right. It's, you remember, feel better watching in the safety of your own home. Your uh, and of course, this movie did have an official, an unofficial spinoff entitled "Showgirls 2: Pennies from Heaven," which we'll get into more later. And a musical. <laughs> don't forget, there was a musical. Uh, I did okay. forget, so thank you. No problem. <laughs> uh, also, the, the the talent behind this movie. I mean, we have Paul Verhoeven, who, like we said, like said in the opening, he done he did RoboCop before this. He did uh, Basic Instinct, Total Recall, and then Showgirls. <laughs> classics the, they can't the, all be home runs he also brings uh back his uh his screenwriter from basic instinct joe Esterhaus. so i mean this was pretty much i without without any joking all joking aside this was expected to be a major a major thing like a, even like a critical darling at the time people thought this was going to be what? a big deal. It, it's true. I'm looking into the background of the movie. At well, the time, everybody was on board with this being a potential like critical darling until it, you know, was released. Here's here's my take on this. Okay? After watching this movie, I can understand how they thought that this was going to break some sort of uh artsy ground, okay? Because when you take out the terrible 
acting choices that were made by several people in this movie. Mm-hmm. The content and the story itself does absolutely does its best to shine a light on the disgusting underbelly of uh, Las Vegas showgirls performances. So I get it. There are a lot of terrible people on it, and they're just kind of shedding a light on how terrible people are, and they don't—they never stop being terrible. They just keep making terrible choices all the time. Correct. I get it, but the movie itself, the acting is awful. The delivery of the dialogue is awful. The staging, the cutting is awful. <laughs> well, what what say we uh, jump into this thing? Let's head first because. Right off the bat, I would argue the movie starts as you would expect. Like just just the way the sh- the movie opens, the way the sh- first shot starts, it almost looks like this is like a, a Oscar bait type movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. Like the way she's like, she uh, we quickly meet Liz Berkeley hitchhiking. Elvis Presley is alive at the beginning of this movie. He immediately makes an appearance because he is the man that h- picks up hitchhiker Nomi. Actually, know me, Liz I, Berkeley, by the way. I have a note on him, and I think I Rapist? called him. Uh, n- well, there's that, but I was like, ah, it's Syphilis Elvis, <laughs> <laughs> because he What's is the embodiment thing? of Syphilis and Elvis. Yeah, and immediately, right away, we we uh, we get we get a real sense of how every character in this movie is going to be a flaming pile of hot garbage because. The, one of the first things he says is, are you a hooker? <laughs> like, immediately. And then be, one of the first things she fair. does is pull a knife on him. <laughs> you never heard of a lounge lizard? <laughs> or a lot lizard, fair, rather? If they're a hooker, they have to tell you they are. Otherwise, it's called entrapment. <laughs> Steve has done his personal research. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple of questions right off the bat. One, hi- hitchhiking uh, in what is essentially rural Nevada, because, I mean, you know, it's not a major city. Excellent choice. Nothing ever went wrong in that, doing that. Two, no. she has enough. She doesn't have enough money for a bus ticket, but she's going to move to Las Vegas. But here's the thing. She doesn't have enough money for a bus ticket, but I'm assuming her suitcase is full of money, because the... The way in which she freaks out later, you would think that there was tons of money in that suitcase. Hmm. Oh, I've got a theory on that. Well, is it a body or drugs? Oh, well, it, so it's a bag full of heads. That, no, so they they'll hint out later that uh, she had some uh, some crack problems back home. Mm. I think the suitcase is just full of her stash. A, <laughs> yep, that's a that's a distinct possibility. Suitcase o crack. Just you guys yeah. have seen True Romance, right? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I thought That's you were going to say bag. it was basically the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> much <laughs> like... A human soul? <laughs> much like Pulp Fiction, guys, we never see what's in Nomi's suitcase. Just so everyone knows, if you don't have enough money to purchase a ticket to the city you're going to, don't go there and decide you're going to set up a life there. Because you don't even have enough money to get to the place. <laughs> stop Stop holding back my dreams, Dad! <laughs> I say you should take business. Don't bother with that drama stuff. It's not going to get you anywhere. So, okay, so Nomi gets in uh, not Elvis's car, and he is going to take her to Vegas. They have, there's some fantastic dialogue between the two of them. She pulls a switchblade Um, on him. What's Yeah, she pulls a switchblade on him. He almost runs them off the road in front of a truck. Could have ended the movie right there. Thanks a lot, (laughs) Elvis. 
Actually, I'm pretty sure that's why Showgirls 2, the cut, is like an hour less. That actually happened. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Feel free to no- cut that out. <laughs> so Nomi doesn't trust him enough that she's pulling a switchblade, which obviously you've never met this guy. Great. However, he says, okay, listen, we're going to go to Vegas. I got my uncle. I'll get you a job. Just leave your suitcase right in my car and everything will be just fine. And then the and- real story is actually happening behind them that we never get a bit of. Apparently, there is a huge strawberry shortcake for a buck fifty. Right. I want to know about that strawberry shortcake and nothing about what happens Ooh. in this movie. Wait, have you gentlemen never been to Las Vegas, Nevada? No. no. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh yes, a, actually yes. Yeah. No, we we have a road trip. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll meet you. Sure, there. Steve. You pay for the gas. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm going to pay for my gas. Yeah. <laughs> no. How about how about we'll pay for your gas. You pay, you for, pay for our gas. That's fair. Let's see. How much is a bus from a. Uh... To be fair, they're Canadians. They probably have a hybrid. We've got the Jeep. Like yeah, this might actually, this might actually like break out. even. <laughs> Brendan doesn't even uh, have a car. How much your moose require? <laughs> so they get to Vegas. <laughs> Nomi immediately uh, he he get fake Elvis. Not Elvis gives her ten dollars to gamble as if she's like you know a child, and she immediately wins like the jackpot. Well, and not then a loses. jackpot, but enough to keep playing. And let's keep playing. And then loses everything immediately. <laughs> Hashtag Vegas. Yep. <laughs> um, so she goes, she, she's like, okay, well, not Elvis hasn't been around in a while. Goes she doesn't outside. notice because she's been playing slots the whole time. Right. She goes back outside after being accused of being a prostitute. Not the first time that's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> and not Elvis is gone, taking all her money. And we have one of the best freakout scenes of all time. Oh, yeah. All time. I, I wa- Patty watched this with me because that's, you know, you're supposed to watch pornography with your wife. Yes. And um, I I said to her, uh, she's like, what the, she, what the hell? And I'm like, it doesn't get any better than this. She's like, what? It's <laughs> like, yeah, it does not get any better than this. It just It's just going to keep going downhill. This was her submission to the Academy. God <laughs> bless her. She watched every minute of it with me. Well, here's the thing, because Elizabeth Berkeley is freaking out. She bangs on some stranger's car. That person comes out and says, hey, get away from my car. She has to pull Nomi out of the road before she gets hit by a car. And then Nomi's reaction to the whole thing is to hug this strange woman as if she's known her her whole life. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. It's this almost is... as if she's high on cocaine. And then the... <laughs> The, the person who she hugs and is known her whole, acts like she's known her whole life says, oh, well, you know what? Come stay at my place. I'll take you for some food. Well, here's the yeah. thing. Guys, I just want to make sure everyone knows this right now. Nomi is an insane person. Yes. Agreed. Is she? Yeah. And also, where she's did the they get? Dancer. Also, where did they get those giant cups? Yeah, okay. These are the these are bigger than like the biggest cups I've ever seen in my life. This makes a big gulp, just like looks like a regular small. Vegas they are baby. literally drinking buckets of Coca Cola. It's a fifty five gallon drum of Coca Cola. You know, if Our this had been set in Texas in we would have had an excuse. <laughs> Everything's true. Everything's bigger in Texas except our dicks. So I would argue right here that this character that she meets, Molly, is quite possibly the only genuinely decent person in this movie. No, I think the, the, uh, the stand-up comedian at the strip joint is pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we have, to, we have uh, to get into that after. Yeah. 
<laughs> but so okay, so Molly has known her for approximately five minutes. And yeah, again, like you said, yeah, come live with me. And Nomi, the fucking psychopath, is like, are you hitting on me? I don't think she's a psychopath. I think she just has a borderline personality disorder coupled with some bipolarism. But, like, are you hitting on me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, I have a theory here about Molly. So I think, okay. I that, think that's, Molly... That's she got her name because she does a lot of ecstasy? Yes. Exactly. Yes, and there's a character later called Ecstasy that does a lot of Molly. Um, <laughs> no, my theory is that Molly, I think, was originally written as a gay male character based on their interactions later with like, oh, you ate all the chips. Ah, <laughs> you ate all the chips. What? Um, and then they just forgot to change. They rewrote it. We, they rewrote it entirely, but then forgot to change the part where Nomi asks if she's hitting on her. Yeah, the celebrity scene later would have been really weird with a gay roommate. <laughs> well, I, I actually, I don't think I don't feel that that's uh, given what we find out about Nomi later. I don't think it's unheard of that she may have been hit on by women because she apparently has some sort of oh, sexual yeah. fluidity going on. But it also, we find out later, spoiler alert, that she chose the name Nomi because it's not it's not her real name. I like Nomi. Because you're gonna know me. No, oh, Jesus Christ! Do you think the movie? I don't even. I'm not even giving the movie that much credit. <laughs> the guy who wrote it also wrote Basic Instinct. So I mean, yeah, he's not, capable of writing good stuff. I just don't. I just feel that the execution of said stuff was not the best in this situation. Mm, even if you look I at really Basic Instinct, you guys are talking about this movie's great. <laughs> even if you look at Basic Instinct. It's not like he ever wrote, like, amazing female dialogue. <laughs> Are you saying that at this time period um, in a American cinema, there aren't a lot of strong female roles? I might be going down a, a dark road, but yes, I'm saying that. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that the writer of Flashdance and, and Sliver and, and Nowhere Instinct. to Run and Jade doesn't know how to write female characters. You're right, I'm crazy. I just say nowhere to run. I'm, I'm crazy. You're right, sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sally. Elizabeth Berkley does some angry eating in that scene, don't you think? She wastes a lot of fries. <laughs> well, because... Like Elizabeth, this whole movie is the most food Elizabeth Berkley's like, consumed in her entire life. <laughs> yeah, there was no brown rice and vegetables on this set. No, she's constantly <laughs> eating hamburgers. So the thing too is uh, when she like she she gets very upset whenever anybody asks her about her past. Of course, we'll we'll f learn why later. But um, yeah, she's just like <laughs> she's just like um, where are you from? She's like around, okay. Ah! Places back yeah. east. <laughs> Smash cut six months later. Yeah, <laughs> just out of nowhere, like an RKO, bam, done, and. Uh, this is this is the thing I was talking about. We get this like playful banter between Nomi and Molly, like as if the writer doesn't know how women talk to each other. Well, you <laughs> just like, you, you gave us reasons chips? why he doesn't. How we know he doesn't know that because he wrote Basic Instinct. He wrote Sliver. He wrote Jade. Oh, I know, but like <laughs> to write a movie with mostly female characters <laughs> coming from that world is shocking. <laughs> Uh, because we get all the like, oh, where are the chips? You ate all the chips. You did eat all the chips. <laughs> That's totally how 
like sleepovers go, except for we're doing it in our underwear and having like pillow fights, right? Yeah, well, topless yeah, pillow fights, right? And then they, well, of course, you know, bras are restricting. Yeah, collapse exactly. in a heap of making out and laughing. So. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, mm. come on. And then the guy walks in. He says, "Am I interrupting something?" And then it just <laughs> goes from there. <laughs> then oh, the bass line hits in and the heavy sleepover. flute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm here about the plumbing. <laughs> and I, I have, have a pizza. I'm here to check on the cable. <laughs> okay, the, the plumber delivery guy is here. The plumber delivery cable guy is here. <laughs> yeah, enjoy this combo while I fix your sink. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna lay some pipe, give you some sausage, and hook you up. <laughs> I don't remember ordering this pizza with sausage. <laughs> so showgirls um <laughs> this is what it does to you as a human being <laughs> so showgirls uh, so molly is but we find out molly is the costume designer for this like for this showgirls uh yeah she works hotel, at I guess. the sierra it's like a big casino is what yeah, we're yeah. led to believe right it's big enough that's going to support like a huge show with multiple numbers mm-hmm. they don't pay her well enough to not live in a trailer park <laughs> right well, I also have... keep in mind, what are the odds that the first person Nomi finds is exactly who she needs to know to get in <laughs> on this dancing thing? Right? Sc- screenwriting and odds. And invites her to live in the trailer with her. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, I just cracked this movie wide open. This whole thing, Nomi, is in like a version of the Truman Show. <laughs> All of Vegas is like in on it. Just watching her implode. <laughs> Yeah, so she's like, okay, come come to the come to the show. You can show everybody your nails. They'll love them. Uh, we go to this <laughs> we go to this erotic performance, erotic dance performance. And <laughs> did anyone notice? So Nomi is watching the show from the balcony. I thought, but then later when they cut again, she's like almost up to the stage, like in front of everyone. Yep. <laughs> that yeah. was that did not go unnoticed. Okay, thanks. I want to go. I want to actually discuss a bit about. The, the backstage stuff before the show went on uh, the girls are they're all exchanging their their pleasantries and uh, I'm you can't see it but I'm throwing up some major air quotes here because they are the nastiest people towards each other mm. uh, at one point I think the word snatch is uttered more times than in the actual movie snatch okay I have to ask you guys something we all like titties here right Izzy of course. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, so did anybody think that this show was in any way actually erotic? Wait, was this the one that was like the burlesque variety show kind This of was thing? like with the exploding volcano. Well, to be yeah. fair... This is the big one. She wants to get into the big know. show. Oh. We don't, uh, oh. We don't get to see oh, okay. the whole thing. I was, Plus... I was thinking of the other one. Yeah. It's, it is, um, again, it's more akin to... To a, a a burlesque dancing show, I don't think it's supposed to be necessarily erotic, just titillating. Yeah, this isn't like this. This isn't the stripper joint show. Yeah, this is just kind of like like Zumanity. these are our bodies, and you are going to embrace them and look at us being true humans. But I will say, I will say that right off the bat, they they established that Gina Gershon is uh, Crystal, and I can't remember what's Math? her last name. Connors. <laughs> yes, Crystal Meth. We're calling her that from now on. And uh, she she is the star. And in the middle of the show, the announcer even says, "Ladies and gentlemen, the star, Crystal Meth." Um, but my thing is, 
I get. I know it's supposed to be fa- like classy or something, or like fancy, like upper class a strip joint. But if I'm in the crowd watching boobs, I don't care who the star is. It's not a strip joint, though, man. It doesn't matter. I don't care if one girl is supposed to be the star. They're all topless and dancing. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like going to see Hamilton. You want to see it with the original cast, right? <laughs> hey, they could have got Janet Jackson. They could have got Paula Abdul, but they got Crystal Meth. Okay, I'm also gonna say this right now. There is no way this thing is getting the media coverage that it gets. You're absolutely right. <laughs> what? This thing well, is being covered by like CNN for a whole day. You, you say there's no way Janet Jackson and Paul Abdul would ever consider this Vegas show. No, uh, Latoya Jackson. Cur- maybe. Currently in residency in Las Vegas, we have Ricky Martin, Elton John, the Foo yeah. Fighters. Are they Boys dancing naked? Are they uh, dancing naked on stage? Boys to Men. Elton John probably, probably is. I was <laughs> yeah, actually I, Latoya probably would. Latoya Jackson. Maybe Latoya, but then they say, with Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul in 1995, no. I don't no know. Paula Abdul was on a bit of a career slide way. at that time. And I absolutely Jennifer Lopez, currently paid. in residency, sold out. I would have paid no tons of money to see Paula Abdul's boobs in 95. fucking way. Dude, J-Lo in 95. <laughs> right? Before you found out she was a garbage person? So, showgirls. <laughs> showgirls! Tits so by Mo- the barrel full. Tits by the barrel. So Mo- um so Molly introduces Nomi to Crystal, Gina Gershon. And uh Is it just I mean- weird did Gina Gershon look like she had a piano in her mouth? Oh, she she <laughs> Gina Gershon I'm I don't think she looked good in this movie at all. Unsettling. I, Unsettling, I just, yeah. More teeth than any human po- humanly possible, I would say. To- to quote Dana Gould in his commentary, she has the lips of an affectionate chimp. <laughs> Did somebody say chimp? <laughs> oh no! Get out of here! More later. Oh god! Before yeah. yeah, before that, she she has a a fit at Gina Gershon, telling her she doesn't know shit, and just again flip like bipolar goes from one mood to another. Storms out, forgetting entirely that her friend works there and could possibly cost her her job by the way she's behaving. Yeah. I don't know that bitch. <laughs> she's basically like, this is Crystal. Uh, I'm uh, I'm the costume designer. I'm very low on the totem pole. This is my friend Nomi. Yeah. And her sorry is just like, again, uh, just another 180 with the emotions. She is fucking awful in this movie unless they told her the character you're playing is bipolar but we're not going to tell any of the audience i i think she elizabeth berkeley is straight up swinging for the fences in this movie i think she thought this was like an oscar bait performance this is 100 oh, percent sure. saved by the bell acting <laughs> i'm so excited saved, so saved by the tits so yeah, Nomi freaks out because well because Gina Gersh- uh, Crystal Meth Gina Gershon uh, <laughs> says uh, you dance at the strip club that ain't called dancing which you know fair point <laughs> they, they 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 have a different profession um, and Nomi basically says you don't know shit and freaks yep. out. At this point in the movie, my phone suggests that I watch The Fifth Element. What? Well, I was watching the movie right, and my phone went off, and I just checked my notifications and it was a notification from uh, Netflix saying hey uh, 
up next for you, you should check this movie out because of all the stuff you've watched before. You might like it. I'm like, you know what? I really would like to watch that movie, but I, unfortunately, <laughs> i got to watch this movie. Sorry, Netflix. <laughs> um, so... We, we this is one of the this is the first time we see Nomi dancing because they go to the club. She looks like a chicken having a seizure. Fuck. She's Jesse Spano uh, with attitude and uh, a streak of exhibitionism. Oh my god! And crack cocaine. Yes. <laughs> this movie had a forty-five million dollar budget. Do you not? Do they not have dance lessons in the budget? They blew it on the makeup budget. Come on. She is covered in her ten pounds of makeup. This whole movie. Hmm. Oh, she's under, like, just 10 pounds of eyelashes. <laughs> she has more makeup on than Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. I'll, I'll argue this, though. With the people that we meet at the skeezy strip joint that she works at are the realest people in the movie. Fact. Oh, oh yes. uh, I will I will contend with one of those, though. Okay. I don't think at this sleazy strip joint they have a stand-up comedian. It's Vegas. Oh. No, I one hundred percent. Yeah, no, absolutely. they totally do. They they I, they call it burlesque. Yeah, uh, when they throw in a comedian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and she is the only legitimately good thing about this movie. Are she's you the best? Part. What are you talking she is about? The best oh, part of this movie. Big she's mama? Yeah, she's hilarious. She's funny. She's outlandish. She's just, she's great. I wanted yeah. more Big Mama. Yeah, I want a movie about her. I want her story. Agree yeah. to Showgirl strongly. 3, Big Mama's house. Agree to strongly <laughs> disagree on that one. We will have to because it is a fact. She is the best part of this movie. Her only competition is Robert Dobby. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not sure I want to see that movie. <laughs> is it hard to watch Dharma and Greg after this? She's Dharma, he's Dharma's dad. No, well, because he was already creepy Robert Dobby. So okay. I just... <laughs> like, I was just like, oh yeah, no, that guy that guy is a perv turned hippie. Well, before <laughs> before we meet the, the strip, her, her co-workers, though... Um, at this nightclub, we meet James, who is one of the worst love interests of all time. And, the stalker? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. So he basically says, uh, you know, he's watching her dance, and like like any natural conversation, he looks to another gentleman in the club and says, She can't dance, I'll go show her how to dance. And he's supposed to be working as a bouncer. Right. right? Yeah. Um, he says something about how she's not really dancing. She's just getting his dick excited. So she knees him in the nuts because she's a fucking psychopath. Well, I'm going to say, if I'm a girl just dancing at a club, trying to work some stuff off, and a guy said, you're not dancing, you're just getting my dick excited, I'd probably knee him in the nuts and walk away. (laughs) But, but sweetie, he also said, you have the... What was it? You, you had the, the most chip? <laughs> no, no. The, the, the most true talent dancing I've ever seen. Blah, blah, blah. Because guys will say literally anything to get that sweet, sweet Annabeth Gish. To secure it. <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Secure it. <laughs> Hashtag secured. Mm, but, yeah, no, I'm still thinking Need of the Groin. Okay, so Need of the Groin, which hardly anybody notices because he falls back into another guy. A big brawl breaks out. And then she goes to jail. Yeah. Cause she started, Cause she started it all. It. For being a guy in the groin. You, are you are you all ribbing me right now? This is insane. Well, well and, and to be well, fair, assault. once, once the mean, bouncer really? tried to like hold her back and throw her out of the club, she went bipolar, freaked the fuck out, and then the bouncer was like, 
Hey, bitch, you're going to jail. Boop. Yeah, okay. no, that's it. I think he was just going to, like, throw her out, and then she lost her shit. I've and seen people like, oh, lose. You assaulted their... a bouncer. Now you're going to jail. I've seen people lose their shit when they're kicked out of a club, and and then they're just sent in a cab home. There's no arrest yeah. made. Yes, you're from Canada, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're nice people. Also, they found the Come. pound of cocaine in her dress. So, <laughs> jail time. <laughs> Are you guys fucking with me? She would not go to jail. <laughs> Oh, calm down, Brandon. You calm Brandon, down, you calm down. We'll I, I gotta say, bud, <laughs> depending on depending on this, the the fracas you caused, you would at least get some time in the drunk tank like she did. Yeah, but that Take was a whole. <laughs> okay, we'll just move past this. So James, Hashtag America, <laughs> her stalker Fuck James yeah. bails her out. <laughs> the alternative is to send her back to her trailer. <laughs> Um, bails her out, which apparently she's going to later have a court date, which I would have wanted to see that. And she got, she gets out of the jail. Um, I want to know where did she get that sucker ring from? Because she did not have it on when she walked out. No, she didn't. And, uh, yeah. Let your imagination wander on that one. Oh, boy. It would have melted, babe. It was keistered. So he basically tells her, like, uh, you're a pain in my dick and a pain in my ass. Life sucks. Shit happens. You're a great dancer. You should dance. I'll teach you how to dance. I gotta, I've got, I'm writing a dance number. And she's like, no, fuck that. I'm leaving. As one right, should. So, mm-hmm. as, as the female in the group, I got to pull the guys here. Ooh, how sounds like fun. Girls, right? How many girls have need you in the groin that you wanted to bang later? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, so what are you asking? How many have been in the groin? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's basically the question. So there's this thing, like, if a girl needs you in the groin, does that mean that you need to fuck her later? I don't need to, but... Is, isn't it, does it, is like, it a... up the ante? <laughs> is there a contract involved? The, there's the healing properties of the vagina actually help to make things better <laughs> oh, again. A... Alrighty, I've been doing it wrong all these years. I, I believe it's called the Florence Nightingale syndrome. Izzy, I thought I thought that's how you guys met. <laughs> oh, me needing Steve with the groin? No, that just happened repeatedly. <laughs> Mostly accidentally. But... Ironically, during the live night. <laughs> yes. Ouch. Yeah. So showgirls. <laughs> so Shut back down. to back to the uh, so so we finally go to the strip club where Nomi works, and you know the standard comedy whatever. I'll get off that. I still and, don't and think it's legit. Burnt Elvis. Yeah. What? Burnt Elvis. Burnt Elvis. Well, we Robert had Dobby. <laughs> Robert had, Dobby uh... is the uh, is the the guy who runs it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And <laughs> so okay, so see some of the standup comedy. Now this is a, a our first clip, I guess. Because this is, like, one of the first examples where it's, like, obviously this is written by Joe Esterhaz, but even if I didn't know who wrote this, I think you would know it was written by a man just from scenes like this. Okay. And you, where the fuck were you last night? I was having my period, Al. You don't want me to get blood all over the place. Get real tired of your shit, kid. If you want to last longer than a week, you give me a blowjob. First, I get you used to the money, then I make you swallow. 
<laughs> so, so, some of that backstage interaction at the, at the strip club. At least he's honest and straightforward about it. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just a businessman trying to get by in Las Vegas. I, I should mean, say, on. we all hating for, hate working for that boss that you don't know their expectations of you. At least he lays them all out. Sweetie, let's pretend you're having a conversation <laughs> that you want no part of with a gentleman. How do you get out of that conversation? How do you feel about cats? Like... Not a lot of cats, but, like, more than a couple of cats. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on my period. I need to go now. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, carry on. <laughs> the, the, uh, the I'm on my period part, fine, but just the part where she says, what do you want me to do, bleed everywhere? <laughs> See, at a young age, uh, I was... the waters? <laughs> I had s- several, several times that that, uh, that was used on me to the point where I was I started to realize... I think they're just saying this. So you know what? Uh, next time it comes up, okay, everybody, you know, all chicks played. I mean, that's just how it is. You yeah. want to keep talking? Hey, Let's keep talking. Somebody's going to call her bluff later in this film, so. <laughs> and he has a backup plan. That's right. Well, we'll get to that. So so Nomi, Nomi comes out on stage, and she's dancing, and uh, old Crystal Meth shows up with, uh, with, with, with uh, Dale Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> I would argue Kyle McLaughlin is is fine in this movie. He's all right. In this movie. I, I think I think actually I have a thing from Kyle McLaughlin later that he talks about the movie a little bit. So. Oh yes, I read um, it as well. <laughs> so is it as passionately as he talked about uh, the Twin Peaks movie? <laughs> in a different way, sure. <laughs> so Kyle McLaughlin, Kyle McLaughlin, and uh, and Crystal Meth are watching Nomi dance. She makes like a little kissy face at her, and that just sets Nomi off again. (laughs) She is pissed. She throws her disgusting towel in Robert Davi's face. Sorry, Burnt Elvis. Burnt Elvis's face. (laughs) And I think this is where she uh, she also grinds on uh, Dale Cooper for for money. Five hundred dollars. A five hundred dollar lap dance. I'd give Kyle McLaughlin a lap dance for five hundred dollars. Me too. Today. <laughs> she has to be persuaded to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because she makes terrible life choices. Absolutely. She has to be persuaded to do it because she doesn't want Crystal Meth to think that she is a whore. This is also the point in the movie where Liz Berkeley licks the pole. Yep. And um, apparently she improved that. Okay. She was not directed to do that, but she did it. That is what an actor does, Nathan. <laughs> they work with the scene. I've been doing it all wrong then. And they bring it to the forefront. You gotta use the your surroundings and blend it into your performance. <laughs> Unrelated, she was sick for the next three days with dysentery, but, you know. <laughs> Not to mention Unre- she got gonorrhea and syphilis of the tongue. I was gonna say, unrelated, she's now dead. <laughs> <laughs> So as she gives Dale, after she gives Dale Cooper this crazy dance that makes him come, so James James finds her again. Well, actually, he finds her at the strip club, and then he somehow, in the days before the internet, finds out where she lives. <laughs> in Stalker. Her, yeah, tells her she. Well, he stop. bailed her out. Yeah. Right, but that, but he didn't he didn't go home with her though. No, but if he bailed her out, then they would wouldn't they have to give her give him at least some way to contact her if he's the one bailing her out i don't think they would have told him her address oh i don't know how that works i've never had to bail anybody out 
Uh, I'm, well, I'm guessing uh, he's a dancer. Three Her times. roommate makes dance costumes. Maybe he knows the roommate, Molly? It's possible. Uh, she, she has no idea who he is. No, but there are he... only twelve people in the city of Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, big that... city on Earth. Wait, that's Reno. That that's is Reno. the worst lie you've ever told. This movie took place told. in Reno. So much more mad. Pretty sure Showgirls Two does. That's why it's the cut. So J- James finds. I want her. I want Showgirls Two to take place in Branson, Missouri. Yes. <laughs> you mean Branson, Missouri? <laughs> oh, that's down the way. I want it to cross over with the movie Fargo. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's your tits, don't you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't you know? Eh? Oh, you she can really see shake Nomi it there. Get thrown in a wood chipper. <laughs> kind of. First, first I get you used to the money, then I make a swallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve Buscemi could be Robert Davi's character. Hey. Oh shit. That's more so, like Peter Stormare. <clears throat> So showgirls. So this is actually the first time we get full frontal in the movie too, right? Finally, in the 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 lap dance scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you see full T and Vag. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go PV. Or TV. Yeah. yeah. TB. Tuberculosis. No TV. Oh okay. Tuberculosis. Sorry. There you go. Sure. <laughs> it's in venereal. I mean. <laughs> you mean VD? I mean, I mean, what, what are we talking about? It's TBD. <laughs> STD? I'm lost. Uh, LGBT? Everyone got AIDS. LGBT? There is that too. OPP? You know me. ODB? So, showgirls. We're yelling equals acting. Yes, because James James is ba- finds her at his house. Uh, at her house, sorry. Not his house. That would be weird. And he says... Uh, What's it feel like being stuck, motherfucker? He, he, he immediately is like... You have natural dance talent, where and and I have to. To which I have to answer: You don't have eyes. <laughs> he basically says, "Listen, you're just dry fucking guys. That's not the same as dancing. Everybody got AIDS and shit. Are we supposed to like care for him? I hope not. I think the movie thinks he's like a think... viable romantic interest for a while. I think the only person that we're actually supposed to feel any." Uh, actual caring towards is Molly. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else in the movie is awful. <laughs> so Nomi uses her five hundred dollars in the lap dance to get a, a, a brand new dress. Makeover, makeover. Her Versace. Actually, oh. her three hundred, because Burnt Elvis took his cut. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And his blowjob. Wait. So are we saying that that's the only <laughs> lap dance she gave that whole night? Oh no, that's why it's a shopping spree. No, no, no! But that's but when when she gives Burnt Elvis her cut, um, it she still has the five hundred. It gives him two hundred. But I mean, that means that she didn't dance at, like any other time for anyone else that night. Well, that we oh, no, saw. No, no, no! He only takes ten percent. She made like two grand that night. <laughs> it looks like she only had that five hundred that uh, Crystal Meth gave her earlier. Well, the rest was let's say stashed, <laughs> keistered, if you will. There you go. There you go. Vaginered? <laughs> no, because that's the first pocket. place you look. <laughs> the first place. That is the first place I do suspect. <laughs> My, I don't know if you caught this. This is really quick, but um, when she walks off this, so so she goes back to the strip club, and the, the next time, and this is where the guy from the hotel, uh, from the the big the big uh, the big show, spots her out and says, you know, we want you to come audition. 
Here's the thing. When she walks by a guy, it's a very quick line, but this random bar patron just looks at her and he's like, I want to see your ass. <laughs> she is literally naked walking through the crowd. I, and actually, standing... I actually said, you just did several like, times. Yeah. <laughs> he's standing behind her. I want to see your ass. Maybe he improved it and the original line was anus. I think it was supposed to be, I want to get some ass. I I, want to see your colon. (laughs) Paul Verhoeven was like, just say something, uh, just say something quick to her, just to end the scene. It doesn't matter what it is, just improv. And that's what he came up with. (laughs) So, after she goes to Versace. Yeah, Molly has been masturbating so hard she can barely thread a needle. (laughs) Right? I don't want us to skip over that. Okay. Yeah, well that, well She's got carpal tunnel. Arc. Yeah. She has to overcome her shaky hands and <laughs> She has carpal tunnel from rubbing her carpet tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> and she is obsessed with uh uh Harry Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Andrew Carver. He is uh, gross, by the he way. Is, by the way, you can tell from the poster that he is gonna be a disgusting character. <laughs> But he's supposed to be, like, the, this big, like, pop singer guy, but Ugh. literally he's, like, one of these guys where it's, like, if he were to sing, it'd be, like, <laughs> trying to think of a catchy little tune, but it's, like, come on, come on, get down with the sickness. Like, he's got this deep, deep baritone voice. He looks gross <laughs> he's like young. every time I see him. When the poster... a man loves a woman. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a porn, like like a porn sidekick. <laughs> okay. a like the go. guy in the background. <laughs> Can we just call him Chlamydia for the rest of the show? Yes, let's call him Chlamydia. <laughs> so, I don't so, know. I even think Chlamydia is above this guy after what he does later. Oh boy. <laughs> he looks like a wrestler, right? Gonorrhea. We'll call him Gonorrhea. <laughs> going, going, Gonorrhea. <laughs> <sighs> So Nomi gets her big audition. Yes. Yeah. She gets her big audition. We meet the uh, the guy running it. And I, again, I forget his character's name. Dharma's dad. Okay. Tony so Moss. He, He's a uh, total Tony Moss. Moss thank you. So, mm-hmm. so he tells everyone, listen, I'm a dick. Uh, the best part is he shows up and he, he says that uh, Nomi looks like Pollyanna, which we later learn the reason she freaks out is because her real name is Polly. But, mm-hmm. but she's like... How did he know? Like, she yeah. doesn't know what Pollyanna is. <laughs> and also, when he starts, you know, whittling down the uh, the people that they want to consider for this spot in the show, am I the only one who felt that, uh, has, well, as he put it, tennis ball was much better? Yeah. Because oh. he's like... Tennis ball, Pollyanna, and I don't know what the other girl, he gave, the other funny name he gave to the other girl to dismiss her as a human, but tennis ball would have been my pick. Well, I mean, yeah. he does dismiss girls in hilarious fashion. You have giant melons, get off my stage. You, I hilarious, you mean misogynist, yes. Yeah, misogynarious. <laughs> During the audition, uh, yeah, they, they he tells her uh, her nipples aren't erect enough. He's erect, why aren't you? Yeah, and, what a fantastic uh, line. So they give her ice, and that just sets her off again. My nipples are perfect! <laughs> yeah, I will get topless, I will dance, I will let you insult me to my face, but you're giving me ice for my nips? I'm out. <laughs> I, I, I almost feel like she's not a built for the entertainment industry. 
the actor because or the, perf- or the, character? the, the performer, the character. Yes, okay. <laughs> because she is she is Jesse Spano is just uh, she reacts terribly to the way people in the entertainment business act all the time. She is if Sigmund Freud were alive today, she would be the human embodiment of the id. <laughs> there you go. Stephen King's id. Ooh, I like it. I like it. But we have to keep talking about this movie. Starring Jesse Spano. James is there again. Of course, he loses another job because of her. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I want want to show you my dance thing. Uh, By the way, this whole movie, he's been... Is that what he calls it? Well, his his dance number or whatever. (laughs) His his show that he was writing. Also, at this point in this movie, my phone... Uh, got another recommendation, this time from Shudder, to watch another movie that was infinitely better. Mayhem. Oh, I thought you were going to say Demons of Ludlow. No, Mayhem. Okay. <laughs> um, but he, he he wants to show her this dance number. But this whole movie, he's been riding her about, like, how, you know, she shouldn't do this, like, strip dancing. And, like, the showgirls thing is degrading because she's a great dancer. And then the dance he shows her that he wrote for her is her grinding on his dick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, he's squatting, right? Like we just—I oh, want to get oh, yeah, that out of the way. He's—he's he's living in a squat, right? Yeah. Well, it's definitely not his home. Hmm. It—that is a palatial estate. He though. may be renting a storage unit and converting it into an apartment. <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite part of the scene? It's not even when they're like basically fucking. It's—it's it's right before it's they go to. Right before they go to his uh, his palatial estate, as we said, um, it's when he says he's when he says I'm gonna get you the finest meal. Smash cut to Nomi eating a sloppy hamburger while they're yeah. driving down a sketchy alleyway. <laughs> and then, she, and hey then, Brendan, let's talk about deluxe French fries. And then she puts her tongue in his mouth after that. <laughs> yeah, that's gr- that's really a gross scene. I'm not gonna lie. Here, let me try that, this whole. That this kiss. whole scene here reminded me of that scene in Dirty Dancing, but you know, with guy gonorrhea splashed all over it. <laughs> this movie gave me an STD. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she like that kiss... gave me a PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> a part-time sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> post-traumatic sexually transmitted <laughs> disease <laughs> okay so izzy you're on board this kiss is disgusting oh this is horrifying yeah this, this is awful i'm sorry chewed food in somebody else's mouth not not appetizing so she tells him hey don't touch me i'm on my period he's like yeah right she goes go ahead he touches and her check. and yep he's got blood on his hands and so does Paul Verhoeven for this movie. Yeah, but then he says, hey, listen, I got towels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how you deal with that. Lay down a tarp. Yeah. Lay down a, Make a it like a kill room, you know, just plastic wall to wall. Was he like fucking Dexter, like laying out his next kill? Do you like Huey Lewis? <laughs> excellent, excellent reference. <laughs> oh, American Pie. <laughs> Um, so, so after she, after she makes out, um, with James and her burger tongue, he he basically, he he wants to fuck her and she's like, listen, fuck me when you love me. And, uh, which I noted this 
fucking movie is awful. <laughs> <laughs> this, she goes to she goes back to her trailer and Wait. finds out that she's got she's got she got the audition. She nailed the audition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without and, nailing anybody, surprisingly. Yeah, yet. And <laughs> she's uh she's she's she goes in to see um what are you calling him? Dharma's dad? Oh no, what not Dharma Burnt Elvis. She goes to quit. Right, she goes she to quit Burnt Elvis. Yeah, and he does his diet Andrew Dice Clay impression. (laughs) (laughs) Keep in mind, guys, we haven't really talked about Penny very much, and she is the star of the sequel. Mm. But we do kind of get snippets of her. uh, Yeah, but we do get snippets of of her fall from grace throughout the movie because (laughs) Naomi crosses paths with her a few more times. So uh, I do. I have the second clip here. When she goes in to meet with uh, with Tony Moss, and Ugh. she tells him about the dress she bought. So mm-hmm. here we go. Okay, go on in. One day she looks like Pollyanna. The next day she looks like, I don't know, Lolita maybe. <laughs> nice dress. Thanks, I bought it at Versace. What's your point, Brandon? Sweet. Oh yeah, Versace. I love Versace. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, okay, here I I know she's supposed to be like not. She's obviously not from Vegas. She's obviously not in showbiz. She's not in fashion. But she's not educated. Right. She's not from. She's not in fashion. But her roommate for the last six months is a fashion designer. She's sure. a costume designer. But my right. make it Versace though. I would argue you would that think, though she would come into Hermes. contact with the name. I would argue that just as an overall <laughs> through your life, you would still know that it's Versace. <laughs> would you? Yes. I learned from this movie that <laughs> you shut your dirty mouth, Steve. <laughs> This is where we. God this damn. is where we find out Na- Nomi is supposed to learn the complex choreography to a, an entire Vegas show that runs for the better part of an hour and a half mm-hmm. in a day and be perfect at it. Not only yeah. that, but they do it in front of her once and then say, "Okay, go." Like they do this complicated routine that she immediately has to duplicate. You you joke, but I have done choreography, and uh, there was more than a day to learn it. Ooh. Yeah, well, wrestling is more of a skill, whereas, like, strip Okay, dancing... listen, I have a degree in theater, okay? <laughs> uh, it's all coming together now. That's why Shut Nathan up, was cool with me picking this movie. <laughs> you shut your mouth. You shut your goddamn mouth. I made good life choices. <laughs> Nathan, who is You're your... real dad. Who is your crystal meth? <laughs> no, I was, I was always Penny. <laughs> so who is in who the is background slowly making a terrible life slide so who... and then one day i got 500 dollars for a lap dance and i thought i'll make a sequel to this <laughs> oh I, I i will say that um that the two stage uh i guess managers uh gay and what's the other dude's name wait okay. i thought gay was the guy <laughs> <laughs> interesting fact when they made it into a musical those two characters were combined into a gay male and his name is gay <laughs> well you know what it only needs to be one character i thought that was odd that it was two they they're... were decent people is what i'm getting at oh they they're were okay right. they're okay they're definitely like showbiz a little like showbiz types but they're definitely not 
assholes. Yeah, they're so biz heavy on the business and the fact that get this done right, we're going to do it right, do it right. And they're professional about it. Everybody else is a skeevy human being. Right. That's true. I agree. Gentlemen, I, I actually just had a thought. Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, that's right, because they talk about burgers and fries and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Is that all it takes? We discussed this yeah. when we talked about... <laughs> what movie did we talk about? Oh, um, yeah, the, the no, no Retreat, No Surrender. No, yeah, No Retreat, uh, No Surrender. Like no female characters except the mom. All right. right. Oh, and, no, and the girlfriend. And the, the other girlfriend. <laughs> and... Oh, I think we talked about something in the mini episode. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely passes the Bechdel test. I don't think that's the only requirement, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seeing if there's more here. Let's see. Well, while you look that up, let's talk about Thrust It. Yes. <laughs> so, she's going through the routine. They're, they're training her. And like you said, Nathan, she says, when's my first show? Tonight. Yeah. And watch no. out for the monkey <laughs> shit on the stage. Montrose, what did you do? Yeah, Montrose and his buddies run around the dressing room with a bunch of naked ladies, and you know there's monkey shit on ooh, stage. Ooh, boobies! Ooh. I did notice the guy who was the firehouse captain from Rescue Me is like the, the I don't know the pit boss or the manager for the backstage area. Okay, <laughs> he's the guy who's wrangling the uh, the performers, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would also, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that show. You've never, oh, at Rescue Me is, is fun. Better than Showgirls? Yes. Wow. And Gina Gershon was in Rescue Me for a little while there, so. Oh, connections. There you go. Two Um, of them. I also kind of wanted the poster for this movie to just be that shot of Nomi holding the monkey in her arms. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that have been great? People are like, what the fuck is this movie? I think they felt that way after they watched it, though, too. I had I had one note, too, is that when she falls, they cut to Molly, obviously, and she's like, oh, no, shit. Like, she's upset. And then when she's, like, quote-unquote doing well, we have to cut back to Molly to go, yeah. And my theory is <laughs> the filmmakers were not confident that the audience would know that Nomi is dancing well, that they had to cut to Molly saying <laughs> that she is dancing well to <laughs> put that good? point across. <laughs> I mean, her boobs are there, but is she doing well? Because <laughs> that's when I watch Showgirls, yeah, I'm like, great. is she dancing okay? Like, that's my main concern. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. And then we get that we get this uh, not resolution, but we get another uh, development with uh, with J- James. He's fucking yeah, she... Penny. Yeah, Penny, no. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Penny. <laughs> yep. And, and and he has the nerve to call Kyle McLaughlin a pimp. Right? <laughs> Dale Cooper. Yeah, game recognized game. He's just yeah, a he, pimp. He flat out he flat out accuses him of that while he essentially says, Yeah, all that shit I told you, I told her too, but I meant it with you. Yeah. And then she yeah. said and he doesn't yeah. even get Penny saying, like, you're not gonna replace me, are you? And he's like, Nah, you can dance, she can't dance, let's go fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> Poor you Penny. Say, sweetie, go back in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I say, guys, will say anything to get that sweet Annabeth Gish. All right, uh, Bechdel test. Three questions. Okay. Does the movie contain two or more named female characters? Yep. Yes. Yep. Do those characters talk to each other? Too yes. much. <laughs> if so, do they discuss something other than a man? Correct. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, oh no, Showgirls passes the Bechdel, the Bechdel test. test. Yes, it does. Oh, <laughs> I wonderful. feel that more questions should be added to this test. Yes. Yeah, there are other variations that include tests about characters of color and a bunch of other things, but uh, yeah. They, the Nomi has to show up to practice her moves, and she meets up with Crystal Meth. This scene needs to be played to be believed. I have to play two sections from this that, uh, if nobody has seen this movie, I, I did not. This is a real clip. This is not a parody. This is a clip from the movie. Here we go. Know me and Crystal Meth. Do you like brown rice and vegetables? Yeah. You do? Sort of. Really? It's worse than dog food. It is. I've had dog food. You have? Mm-hmm. Long time ago. Doggy chow. I used to love doggy chow. <laughs> I used to love doggy chow too. So that's the first thing. And after listening to that, you might think. That is crazy. This scene cannot get any more insane. You would be wrong. Because then this happens. I like nice tits. I always have. How about you? I like having nice tits. How do you like having them? What do you mean? <sighs> you know what I mean. My PTSD just kicked in. (laughs) Just had a flashback. So we go from reminiscing about when they both used to eat dog food to the most male-written female dialogue I have ever heard in my life. (laughs) By by the way, kudos to Doggy Chow for getting their uh, their marketing department in on this. Go Purina. (laughs) I like how my tits feel in a dress. Uh, ESC... That that whole thing about the them at one point in their life having to eat dog chow to survive, that 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 makes up for a compelling, feel giving movie. Just talking about it though doesn't. You know and what? Then you follow it up yeah. with the worst homoerotic, lesbian overtone conversation, which is so stilted and terribly delivered. Nathan. Elizabeth Berkeley refused to do the flashback scene which showed her eating actual dog food and so they're like alright well we gotta fill it with something we can't just end the scene can uh, I talk uh, about nice tits in a dress can I just hey, say though she the... wears that dress for her it makes her feel sexy she likes the way her tits feel yeah yeah, yeah it's for her like she's a strong independent woman Bechdel <laughs> test Bechdel <laughs> test passed yeah i just want to say something about the dog food thing though because i get the idea the movie is trying to say like they're both poor 
Uh, so they basically had to eat dog food. But that's not how it comes across. It comes across as them just saying, like, I used to eat dog food. Ooh, I love dog food. Like, <laughs> no. No, it's, it's supposed to be them. They're, they have shared roots. They, they, they know where they're... You know, uh, Crystal Myth knows where Nomi's coming from. It came Ralph across... Wiggins can be a showgirl. <laughs> it came across to me as if, you know, that used to be my favorite food. Yeah, it shouldn't come across as a fun reminiscence. It should be, yeah. like, a, a shared commiseration. Yeah. It's not Top Ramen. It's it's dog food, guys. Come on. <laughs> you never eaten dog food? Anyhow. It's like, they said it in the same tone as if, like, you used to go to the fair? I loved going to the fair. Yeah, whereas it should have been come across as like, oh, you you were abused? I was abused too. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should come across. Did your stepdad hit you? <laughs> with dog food. With dog food? My stepdad used to hit me with dog food. Let's make out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you write a scene. <laughs> how do you like your tits? In, a, in my hand. <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> Um, so we get, so that whole thing happens, uh, Crystal Meth, uh, fakes, fakes out that she's gonna make out with Nomi, calls her a whore, as one would, um, she calls her a bitch, calls her a bitch, and, yeah, Nomi, I think this is the point where Nomi, uh, goes on the business, the, the business trip, <laughs> Crystal sends her along because she knows they're gonna get Nomi to fuck this Asian businessman, and, yeah. you know, Nomi's a whore anyway, why not, but she says no, guys. Oh, right. What? Because she's a strong, independent woman. She Actually. she says no, as a strong supporter of the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> can I can uh. I tell you the, the this this I think just before this scene though is my favorite line in the entire movie, and it's said with such such sincerity and grounded rea- re- realism that it just makes the whole movie for me. So. She's visited by uh, Big Mama the or whatever. Strippers past. Yeah, yeah. Big Mama and uh, Robert Davi, Burnt Elvis. Burnt and Elvis. Yeah. Burnt Elvis has the greatest line of all time. So they go to leave. They they're like, hey, blah blah blah, we miss you and everything. And then he turns around and with all the like, uh, it just like it. <laughs> he says it so seriously. He says, "It must be weird not having anybody come on you." <laughs> yeah. It's it said like that'll do whore that'll do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's said as if like you know we miss you. <laughs> it's yeah, like right. it must be weird not having anybody come on you. That's how broken people communicate. <laughs> I always knew you'd make it. <laughs> oh, this movie. Those are his words of encouragement. Yeah. Can we skip to the underwater blowjob? I do yeah. like the fact that that yeah, I'm sorry. You that, mean the pull seizure? <laughs> I do like that that Big Mama is is practicing her stand up on the big stage while they're while they're waiting for her to come out. She also right. had a line at one point that said, "What's the most useless part of the, of the what's the useless skin surrounding a twat? A woman." <laughs> yeah, because it's a strip joint. She's supposed to be a misogynist, yeah. self hating woman. That's that's her character. Uh, well, no, she's, it's one of those that, uh, she's, you know, like, doing the, like, sleeping with the enemy thing. Like, she's giving the, the guys in the crowd what they want, so she writes the jokes they want to hear. Yep. So, the pool seizure. Pool seizure! Wait, no, hold on a second. Oh, this man. is the part where we, it really drives home the fact that, uh, Cooper is not a good person, because 
she talks to him about what happened at the boat show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm going to have it out with him. No, it's not okay. And he calls him, get your ass up here. And he just reams him out in front of her. And he, he says he's sorry. He walks away, hat in hand. She leaves. And he gets on his phone. No, get up here, dickweed. I didn't mean any of that stuff. No, serious. Yeah. No, come on. He's a real scumbag, guys. Yeah. Yeah. A real scumbag. Or a businessman. One of the two. It's almost like he's trying to run a business. He's a scumbag. It's almost like he has a fucking day job. <laughs> to make yes. money and do drugs. And a side chick. So, pool scene. Pool scene. I have to get to this fucking pool scene. I know you want to get to the pool scene, but... This pool man, scene makes this movie. <laughs> I know it does, but... what? We get the. Uh, am I? We haven't gotten past the the whole thing with the where the other showgirl strip uh, the or stripper sabotages the other showgirl. Oh. Oh yes. yes. Because this is one of the things that kind of put another thing that puts the thought into Nomi's mind later. Oh yeah, the, the tripping on the beads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She knows exactly she has where a that girl's gonna like, go. And she has a full-on Nancy Kerrigan moment where she's holding her knee when she trips. She's almost just like, why? Why me? <laughs> and then Gay comes over and squeezes the girl's knee and says, oh, it's her knee, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it hurts, guys. She's done. Hey, did you fall on your knee? Squeeze, squeeze. Yep, she's screaming a lot. This must be where she hurt it. It's an- a nasty break you got there. <laughs> and I want to know, in that situation, who are we supposed to root for? Between those two girls? Yeah, I'm... none of them. They're all awful. Well, but the, the other one the has has kids, hurt, and did... she yeah. she did it like to get back because uh, one girl was was reaming out her kids and saying curse words in front of her. Who brings their uh, kids? Yeah. to a showgirl. Come on, let's let's Not just all of us have babysitters, Nathan. Yeah, let's just stop right there. The kids were backstage, and there are titties everywhere. And yeah. monkeys. And monkeys. Like, who else is going to take care of the monkeys, guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. And how do you think... What do you think feeds a child in its first few months of life? Not everybody's Titty. titties. Titties. Yeah. Titties. Titties are supernatural to babies. Those... If this movie... This movie had monkey been hair. followed up by someone coming into the dressing room and removing those children from her custody... <laughs> <laughs> would have made a lot more sense. I do like the point in the uh, the the bit when uh, Burn Elvis and Big Mama were visiting her. Um, he says, "Yeah, you look all right." And Big Mama goes, "What are you talking about? She looks better than a ten-inch dick." <laughs> As if like that is the the barometer of <laughs> of looks. <laughs> so, uh, so, so now, underwater feel free. Let's let's go to the water. Let's go to the pool scene. Speaking of Which... ten-inch dicks, <laughs> <laughs> boom. So Nomi is like gonna go fuck Dale Cooper, yeah. <laughs> and first she gives him a blowjob underwater, and yep. then he fucks the shit out of her. In she the would pool. be dead of an embolism. I'm, am I right? <laughs> she is like yeah, a wet that? noodle attached to his wet noodle. I <laughs> came all over the place. But she <laughs> would be she would be dead from an embolism, right? Uh, I'm assuming they had a stunt woman for that scene. No, if they if oh, if they oh, had legitimately oh, done it in real life, she would have gotten an embolism and died from fucking in the pool. Yes, don't do though. Don't don't ever do that. Fuck in the pool. Oh shit! I have yes, some. Don't, I have some calls don't ever to do make. that. 
I am well, not, not kidding. Maybe not in Canada. It's kind of cold, but like here, I think you can. Yeah, that's the no, thing. I mean, because if the water if the water gets up in and you start pushing at it, and it's it creates a like a water bubble that will go up inside the poor girl, and she can die from an embolism. I'm oh, not well, even I mean, kidding. That yeah, well, the same thing can happen with air. Like you just got to be careful. <laughs> Okay, not even that. And a good like, way to be careful is to not fuck PSA in a pool. For everybody how, right there. how about the way? How about the way in which she is the the way in which when they're fucking the way she's flopping around like a fish who has just landed on the on the on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, and and Kyle McLaughlin's or I'm sorry, Dale, Dale Cooper's Cooper. face is pretty priceless because he's just like, what what the fuck is going on? What is what but is it's happening? Actually, it, it's a callback <laughs> to the way she acted when he gave her when she gave him the lap dance. Right, because uh, she's, she's having a seizure like she did then. <laughs> right. Oh my God, Kyle. You know what? I'm giving him best actor honors in this movie just because, just for having to somehow deal with that reaction. <laughs> right. How do I not make this as bad as what she is doing? <laughs> well, and, and to further Nathan's point, when uh, when I watch this repeatedly, it's like. Okay, so this is a lovemaking scene written by a 12-year-old, right? right. Like, yes! No idea what's going on, really. Just no kind of like, sex. oh, and there's waterfalls and lights and boobies, lots of boobies. And she just, like, shakes on it. And, you know, then they're both happy. And then they say, go back to your room, Jimmy. <laughs> also, I feel like a 12-year-old wrote the part where she, or at least a 14-year-old wrote the part where she said, I liked it when you came. Yes. <laughs> I like when you came. As opposed oh. to saying, finally. <laughs> or Are it's you about time. Yet? <laughs> Are you finished? I My have left leg is falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting Be- ridiculous. Bechdel test. <laughs> Passed it. The, leg- the most legitimate test for women in cinema. So, after this, after this pool sex scene, um, she auditions to be uh, Crystal Crystal Meth's understudy because that Mm -hmm. girl that got sabotaged earlier was the original understudy. Right. See, aren't you glad I made you go back to that? Because it made sense now. So, let's talk about the pool sex scene again. (laughs) (laughs) So, pool sex. So, yeah. Dolphin puke. She gets... Dolphin puke? Yeah, because the dolphin's puking out water. That's what oh. feeds his pool. I was like, if there was a dolphin in that scene, I am rewatching that yes. movie right now. <laughs> Hello, YouTube. <laughs> also, all the fluids and stuff that they put into that cannot be good for his pool filter. No. It's going to uh, take a month to get that out. pretending that that's real water, that he hasn't just filled this with various fluids. What? <laughs> 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 oh come on you think this is the first girl he's had a pool seizure with <laughs> so anyway so what do we got next so yeah she gets so uh dale cooper gives her the part however yes. crystal <laughs> meth why, why are you fixing on this pool scene no no <laughs> wait what <laughs> he gives her the part and as, she got the role yeah she got the role as the understudy and dale cooper uh but then all of a sudden there is a total 180 because crystal meth threatens to quit the show so they have to say, never mind, Nomi, you don't get the part. Never mind, Nomi, we decided you suck. We decided you don't know how to dance or fuck. <laughs> mm. 
don't uh, don't forget where uh, she had said that uh, Nomi could do her nails, but then changed her mind because she didn't want it to have that hoary look. <sighs> Can I? Well, you see, this is sh- this is foreshad- This is showing that uh, Crystal Meth is threatened by Nomi's uh, strength as a woman and her talent as a dancer, and her nails. And well, I mean, obviously, women do their nails to compete with each other. So Nomi, Nomi and Crystal have a naked dance fight during their uh, during the during the show. <laughs> yeah, and Nomi pushes her down the fucking stairs. Wait, wait, wait! Before that happens, we have to. They go to James's show. Is that before that? It is before that. Oh my bad. Because they go to the they go to the show, and people who apparently went to the club to see the show paid to go to see the show just so they could boo it. Cause, yeah, because yeah, James is doing his dance that he had written for Nomi, but he's doing it with Penny and two other girls. Mm-hmm. We find out Penny is also pregnant. Yep, and apparently they're getting married because of that, because that's what you do in 95. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you have a baby, right? I have a feeling in 95 that people had kind of gotten away from that whole, you know what, you're she's pregnant so you have to get married. He's an old school kind of guy. Maybe in Canada. I, I guess. <laughs> You know what's Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Canada's far more progressive. <laughs> James meets a harrowing end. Like his like his Isn't that he end... got married? Gee, Brendan. No, no, no. The end of his character is his dance is a spectacular failure. He gets a girl pregnant, has to uh, basically marries her because of that, and then he's like, I'm gonna go work in a grocery store and get a discount on baby food. Guys, I I'm I this is a little fun fact, you might have this later, but James is based on Joe Esterhouse. <laughs> oh boy! And writing this movie, it'd be a spectacular. Failure. It's like it's the biggest failure. Well, at least I got that t- grocery store clerk gig to fall back on. <laughs> well, shit! I actually thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> I believed you. That's <laughs> well, not true. Because oh, yeah. he he says that he's a student of t-shirts because you know shit happens and. Life All that sucks. other stuff that he said earlier. Life sucks, yeah. yeah. So are you saying that Joe Esterhaz wishes he was black? He's not? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he is or not. He might be. He is he's not. He is a, he's Hungarian. He is, a, he is not. Uh, he is an old white man. <laughs> um, and then, after that, that's when we find out that she didn't get the understudy gig. Right. Because then we have the fantastic line of, she's a bitch with a capital C. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I, I loved that line. That was hilarious. And then then we get the naked dance fight. Right. Because it's Thunderdome. Right. With their... Because she goes into... She goes into business for herself, and it becomes a shoot dance. (laughs) And they're also wearing the most unappealing outfits ever. I'm sorry. I also said that is not a very... Those are not very practical motorcycling outfits. They cover nothing from Road Rash. Somebody's going to get some chafed thighs. All they have thighs is... if they're lucky. <laughs> Women's so... clothes are just impractical. That that's just a fact we live with. That's why they have to use nature's pocket. <laughs> it's almost like most of the most of women's clothes were created by men. That's weird. <laughs> that would like be Versace weird. And gucky. Vers- gucky. <laughs> I like that shirt. It's gucky. <laughs> it's gucky. I got it at Versace. What? <laughs> Louis Batten. And... <laughs> so showgirls. I love <laughs> So then we have the stair scene. Nomi pushes Crystal down the flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. The uh, She's obviously injured. The other girl that uh, Nomi earlier saw sabotaging the other dancer 
uh, doesn't throw Nomi under the bus, says, oh, no, Nomi had nothing to do with it to, to, to thank her, basically. Tripped. Yeah, she yeah. just tripped. Because sociopaths stick together. That's right. Also, I'm not going to lie, that might be the second most real woman interaction in this movie. <laughs> you don't have a very high opinion of your sisters there, Izzy. Oh, you haven't met my sister. <laughs> she doesn't listen to Oh, I to just met women in general. Izzy, your sister is Elizabeth Berkeley. <laughs> That's why New she doesn't sweet. talk about her. Yes, hey. <laughs> oh, Izzy, is this awkward for you? I'm sorry I had to make you watch this movie. Awkward. <laughs> this is just my life now. <laughs> Based and, but Molly, Molly saw the her pusher, and she is super disappointed with her until she Set gets down. So until she gets horny later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she she uh, forgives because she wants to get her fuck on. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew Carver, aka Harry Michael Bolton, is going to be at this party later. She tells Molly about it. Molly doesn't give a fuck. And then later she's like, now, nah, you know what? I am pretty horny. My, my, my hand, uh, I can't even needle a thread anymore. So show up. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a douchebag Jesus. That's he, what I have here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, like, he looks like he smells like d- asshole. Musk. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he smells musky. <laughs> he smells like a dirty asshole. Um, he is a dirty asshole. That is true. So here... Uh, we, we've basically covered that Nomi is not a good person, but this is one of the most glaring things because Nomi meets him for the first time. And one of the first things he says is, I like your ass, call me. And she's creeped out, but then she says, here's my friend. (laughs) Like, ugh, you must be. And listen, they they just want to introduce like, hey. Here's this Andrew Carr person that you you love and I'm adore. In love with him. He's you the don't rest. necessarily need to go fuck the guy, but hey, but get an autograph so or something. You know? You're a but sexual bef- predator. Bef- That's gross. Hey. Meet my horny friend. Before they even knew he was a sexual predator, before he bought his fellas in to hold her down while he rapes her, that is a she was full on into oh, yeah. nailing a celebrity just because he's a celebrity. Yeah. See, yes. this is a perfect thing of all he had to do was ask. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to bang? And she'd be like, yes. At the party, Nomi sees her friend Molly walk out. She's obviously been raped, assaulted, and she goes to the hospital. And this is where she kind of has, she kind of realizes what a piece of shit Dale Cooper is in this movie because he's found out everything about her and her prior arrests. Her her prior uh, she was a prostitute before. She what? did drugs. Yeah, Obviously. weird. It's almost as if he did a background check on his employee. <laughs> <laughs> those those things take time. This whole you movie, are worrying me. Later, takes about four days. So. <laughs> I am really concerned that you guys are on the side of Dale Cooper in this movie. <laughs> look, are you not look. pro like doing background checks yeah, on your like, employees? We're, like... <laughs> we're just looking at the perspective from the business owner. In That's order to all. use it to blackmail a girl into not reporting a rape. <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying he's a good person. I'm simply saying he has every right to do a background check. <laughs> I'm not sure. saying the whores need a healthcare plan, but what I'm saying is <laughs> there needs to be a safe environment for both them and the patrons. There needs to be a system of checks and balances in place. Well, yeah, I mean, like, separate, but equal. <laughs> well, guys. What the hell are you saying? Can we move on to the Death Wish portion of the movie? Uh, yes, I was going to say, 
when it, when I saw her gearing up, I just wrote down, Nomi is going to kill Bill. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because Sam Lolita. No, Nomi suddenly becomes a stone cold uh, killer here, and well, yeah, she's the next prostitute. Like she has <laughs> life on the streets. She she goes Next. she she goes to meet with Andrew Carver, and we get some we get some titty licking. They're Ooh. both pretty fucking gross in this scene. I just want to put that up there too. <laughs> what, what were you saying? They're both pretty fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, she looks gross. He looks gross. This, it's just it gross. This might me make me sound like a huge pervert and whatever. Do her boobs look different in this scene? Uh, yes, know, she painted them. But they she put like she colored them. Okay, so her nipples looked huge, right? Because yes, yeah, because they were they they she painted them so like that would be extra stuff. Like because he was supposed to lick it off. Okay. Yeah, I did not. I just thought I was like, when did she? When did she? Why do her nipples look so different? What What is wrong with because me? they're different colors? I am a yes. giant pervert. Stunt boobs. No, you are. You are a patron of the film, the art of film, and you are noticing the subtleties of this great classic. Yes, but Pulver, then she. Pulver Hoven appreciates it, by the way. I'll take she it. She goes full on Jim Cotta on the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and and says another great line: "Fucker, fuck off." <laughs> yeah, in time with the music, she beats the shit out of Andrew Carver and pretty much like uh, near near uh, nearly kills him. I don't. Maybe she does kill him. I don't know. She no, she, she nearly kills him. Uh, she doesn't kill him. Okay. Well, who knows with this movie? <laughs> yeah, this is true. It would have been great if like there was a post credit scene and it was just Andrew Carver's funeral. <laughs> if only they no, no, not a we, they could have his performance <laughs> later that night. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be great. Man loves a woman against her will. <laughs> if only they had covered it in the sequel that they wanted to have. <laughs> so she she uh, she visits Molly in the hospital. She says her goodbyes. Says, "Listen, I beat the shit out of Andrew, so don't worry about anything." She's like, "Yeah, great. I'm fine now." Nothing yeah. will ever happen to you in, as retribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely won't come after you. I won't face any legal repercussions. Don't worry about it. You're good. Your job oh, you know that as place a seamstress that we, yeah. in Vegas is not at risk. At the place I work at as well. Mm. Yeah. And the uh, healthcare system with the seamstresses for whores uh, will cover all of your medical expenses. Right. Uh, I gotta go. Yeah, and then hey. we finally get the kiss... Between Liz oh. Berkeley or uh, Liz Berkeley and uh, Crystal Meth, yeah. and and I was like, finally something for the guys. I uh, I did not <laughs> care for it. You okay. didn't find it hot. Uh, agree to disagree. No, not one section of it. The you know the important thing is that the uh, the diseases they both carry cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and like she's basically like you know I know you tried to push me down a flight of stairs to potentially kill me, but no hard feelings. Let's make out. It's I got because a, I got she a nice realizes package, and I was tired of being the the star. You know, I didn't realize that until after this morphine kicked in. But <laughs> I'm actually pretty good with this. We find out also that Crystal Meth got her job that way. 
That's how you yeah. rise to power. That's how you. Yeah, that's how you find out that they are the same. I want to. The thing that Na- that Nomi was fighting the entire movie. I want to see finds a movie. Out they're the same. I want to see a movie see- where we just see like them go through different sh- different stars of showgirls and like everybody just gets pushed down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Are you suggesting that Nomi ten years from now goes back in time to become Crystal Connors and the cycle? Continues. Oh time shit! Whore. <laughs> time whore. <laughs> time. Time. Time whore. <sighs> time whore. The legend of Nomi Malone. Dime, st- dime store. Time whore. But <laughs> okay, so she leaves and she starts hitching out of town. Guess who it is? It's Syphilis oh, Elvis shit. again. Syphilis yeah. Elvis. She. But th- here's the thing with this scene. As they're driving away, they drive past this gigantic billboard with her name, her face, has been made. She's been in one show as Crystal Meth Spot. Yeah. And they've had time to make a gigantic billboard with her name and publicity shots and mount it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, come on. shes They're putting all the eggs in that basket. That is now leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, and then that's how we get leaving <laughs> Las Vegas. A much better movie. Yeah, <laughs> but, but by the way... What are the odds <laughs> that the one truck that she jumped into was the same guy that took her bag and I assume sold off all of her meth or human soul or whatever was in there? Um, what also, are the odds in yeah. Vegas? Pretty good. Yeah. What is hey. Wow! She'd been waiting on that, cor- she, been waiting on that corner for like 15 days for him to drive by. She's like, I know the fucker's in town. <laughs> it would have been great if that was the ending. They cut to uh, 15 days later, and she looks haggard and skinny from not eating, and then he finally stops. <laughs> you see people stop, and she's like, no, keep going. I'm waiting for Syphilis Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> well, glad I didn't pick her up. She's clearly insane. <laughs> also, he doesn't recognize her because she has yeah. sunglasses on. And a hat. And a hat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think you'd remember the girl that you drove for, like, hours and then robbed. That was six, seven it, months ago. Yeah. What? And, and, and he does that, do- like, every three days. And he's been doing all of her cocaine. <laughs> I think you'd remember her. You would think. I like that they, they drive past the, the sign that says Los Angeles, like, 300 and something miles. Apparently that was supposed to hint to a possible sequel where Nomi goes to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. boy. So that was that was Showgirls, ladies and gentlemen. Um, she got in the car, threatens him with a knife, and they veer off the road and probably die. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's a, it's now, a very easy rider ending. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. (sighs) I have a question... What's that, little hoaxer? Hulk Hogan? That's right, brother. I mean, someone who sounds like Hulk Hogan, but uh, cop- copyright-wise is not technically Hulk Hogan. That's right. Um, sure. Why not? Don't internet search me. 
Okay, my mom doesn't let me use Google anymore anyway. That's probably for the best, little hoaxer. Wait a second. Maybe you can help me. I'll do what I can. We're, I'm looking for all the wrestling news, rumors, and all the results, and I can't find them anywhere. Well, let me tell you something, little hoaxer. If you need your fix for internet wrestling rumors and results and all the inside information, you're going to need to go to WrestlingNewsWorld.com. If you're not there, you're not anywhere, brother. Wow, thanks, kind of Hulk Hogan. Sure thing, little hoaxer. Remember, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and go to school and all that other stuff, because I'm not really Hulk Hogan, so I don't know what he'd want to say. WrestlingNewsWorld.com As a bad movie... As an entertainingly awful movie, would you recommend people watch the movie? Nathan? It is, it has to be seen to be believed. That's what I'll say. Okay. Steven Izzy? Yes, 100%. Everyone should watch this film as a young child and be traumatized. <laughs> I, I feel like I can't communicate with you by via GIF without you watching Showgirls for context. <laughs> uh, I would say yes, get the family together, watch Showgirls. <laughs> no, now, no, no, you can't I watch guess... it as a family. Your kids have to discover it on the the shelf while like you're like you're not home yet and watch it and go like oh fuck yeah so leave it next to your porn dvds and like oh showgirls this looks interesting and then when they don't see anything for the first 45 minutes and you know teenager starts losing a little wood i will uh what are we we talking about (laughs) i think i think i'm the oldest person in this conversation uh but i actually saw this movie i think at 17 oh oh and okay (laughs) Uh, but it was it was one of those movies that when it it hit video stores, I was like, I need to see this movie because there's no way my my parents are gonna let me go see this movie in theaters. But I need to see this movie, and um, luckily at 17, I was able to have a full beard and uh, could pass for a little bit older, and no one questioned my renting this movie. And I watched it, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, boobs, all right, all right. Is anything else gonna happen in this movie? <laughs> yes, there's gonna be a it sex was, scene. <laughs> It was one of the first. It was one of the first movies where I was like, "This is ridiculous." It was the the first movie that I recognized as a train wreck, where I was like, "I I want to look away, but I can't." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nathan. Uh, yes, Brendan. I think it's about that time. Ah, uh, yes, it's time to to set your dial to NPR because uh, it's the point of our show where we get cultural and classy. It's now time. For the low haiku. This is the biggest contrast we've ever had to the movie we've discussed. <laughs> Just wait. <clears throat> Go ahead. Not saved by the bell. Liz Berkeley was shaved real well. Save me from this sh- schlock hell. <laughs> I even made it rhyme. I'm snapping my fingers. Snap, 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 snap. Thank you. I can't snap. <laughs> This is a very uh, just guttural reaction to this movie. <clears throat> know me, unstable. Titties, titties, everywhere. Dog food, delicious. Thank you. Oh, we're back. Oh. And uh, yes. Let's <laughs> uh, snap out of that there. But as we say on this show, Nathan, we say it every time. Don't take our word for it.
the first thing I want to read here, I, I got to step it from the Roger Ebert review because I thought this was pretty great. He <laughs> he actually gave this movie two out of four stars, which is higher than I would have expected. I think he just liked the tits. But this was, uh, this was a brief snippet of his review here. A sleaze fest like Showgirls promises the inside dope on Las Vegas, stripping, hooking, and all that stuff. What Showgirls delivers, however, seems basically to be Joe Esterhaz's masturbatory fantasies. The screenplay <laughs> is the fevered product of a very limited imagination brought to a high gloss in a slick, expensive soap opera. It's the first big-budget big budget adults-only movie in a few years, and to be sure, it contains so much nudity that the sexy parts are when the girls put their clothes on. It contains no true eroticism, however, and that's why I think it reflects a grounding in sexual fantasy. Eroticism requires a mental connection between two people, while masturbation requires only the other person's image. Roger Ebert talking about <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> what do we go? What, what does it have on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, Nathan? It's twenty-two. Um, okay, well, uh, Jason Bailey from Flavor Wire says the thin, terrible people of Showgirls are equally loathsome. You don't have a rooting interest in Nomi or her dream, quotes. And as a result, Showgirls is 131 minutes, he watched the edited version apparently, of watching trashy, vapid people being terrible to each other. Um, 131 is the runtime. Oh, that's the, that's the full runtime. Yeah, yeah. For some reason I, okay. Yeah, no, you're right. I My was bad. gonna say, did, was there a longer version? Cause bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> um... This one is from Chris Alexander from Alexander on Film. So, you know, the famous Alexander on Film. Oh, uh, that Alexander, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what Verhoeven and Esterhaz are doing here is painting... Uh, this is disgusting. Is painting a sperm and blood-stained black velvet painting of a festering sore of a world. An empty black hole that sucks in delusional, naive men and women, turning them into meat puppet mulch. <laughs> That, if we're to be, if we're to believe, though, that is an image. What, if, if we're to believe, though, uh, what he was, if that's what he was going for, then he succeeded one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I, that may have been a positive review. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> okay, Anthony Lane from New Yorker. I don't know what his deal is, but he says Berkeley's acting debut is a joy. What? Oh, wait, if you can call it acting. Oh, okay. <laughs> she jumps up and down a lot to indicate excitement. <laughs> wait, is that part of his review? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, wow. that's, that's the snippet that, that makes you want to read the full review, which I'm not going to do. Guys, I think this really <laughs> I think this really it. sums up the movie. This is from Tim Brayton from uh, Antagony and Ecstasy. He says, Intelligently made by a smart director in full command of his powers... <laughs> wow. And Antagony and Ecstasy, is that some sort of like SM website or No, it, I think it's a quote from that song, you know, Antagony and Ecstasy <laughs> live together in perfect Misogyny. 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 <laughs> oh my god, you've got a song there. Well, Rob Gonslaves of eFilm Critics says even the grossest porn is more cheerfully sexual than this movie. That man needs to see more porn. <laughs> um, this review comes from Kyle McLaughlin, 
of Showgirls. <laughs> so this is a clip. This is going to be a clip from Kyle McLaughlin on the uh, Sam Roberts uh, radio show. And basically he's talking about Twin Peaks at for, for the first while, but then, you know, somebody brings up Showgirls, obviously. And he to? talks about kind of... Uh, well, just listen. <laughs> um, it was... No, when, we, when I signed on, I thought... Uh, I, I read it as he was describing it. It's like, oh, this is going to be a pretty kind of a brilliant expose of, of Vegas. It's Paul Verhoeven, amazing director. I happen to love RoboCop. It's one of my favorite movies. I, I love like, RoboCop. So I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Basic Instinct was pretty incredible. Um, Esther House wrote the script. So, you know, you're like, okay, that's two good things. And then you got, you got an interesting story, an unknown girl playing the lead, great. And I got to play, the idea was I got to play a character that was off type. For me, so right. I was like, kind of, he was a kind of a sleaze bag, and I thought, oh, this could be interesting to do. So put all that together, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Cut to, <laughs> and during the filming, I was like, this actually looks like it's pretty good. The show, they made amazing shows. It did. The scenes were okay. I was like, no, this feels like it's gonna be okay. And so what do you do? Show up at the premiere and go, what the fuck? I, what happened? Yeah, I was just like, this. Oh my gosh. How far into happened? it at the premiere were you like, or had you seen it before? Pretty much, no. I had pretty much the first scene. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the first scene <laughs> he's like this is gonna be a long night yeah as soon as that switchblade came out i was gone but that uh that's gonna do it for showgirls guys Ugh, um, oh my god thank you steve and izzy for joining us yeah oh thank you for having us yeah i know this is love to come on and throw out some bad jokes and disgusting imagery yeah mm-hmm. come on you always willing to come on what Elizabeth Come Berkeley on podcast. <laughs> Come all over our podcast, <laughs> guys. Isn't and it, that's going to do it for me, folks. I'll see you later. Doesn't it feel good to do a podcast without coming on somebody? <laughs> wait, you guys didn't uh, wait. You didn't come. On? It just feels weird to do it. <laughs> um. But yeah, showgirls. Thanks a lot. Uh, again, uh, we're just real quick. Again, where can we find your guys' show? Uh, we're at eilfm.podbean.com, or just put in everything I learned from movies, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, Izzy also does some amazing art. Yeah, you can find me online at Untidy Venus, like a goddess who's bad at housekeeping on uh, all of the social medias. I'm pretty sure Untidy Venus was also a character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in, in I guess in the spirit of your guys' show, uh, what did you learn from this movie? Oh, God, so. oh, we turned the tables! <laughs> oh, shit! I learned uh, pull sex leads to seizures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, embolisms, <laughs> too, apparently. Jesus. <laughs> I learned uh, your favorite pop singer is a fucking perv. Oh, he'll rape you. <laughs> rape the shit out of you. <laughs> I am never going to meet... Uh, wow, I was going to say Nick Carter, but he did just get accused of rape. So <laughs> <laughs> You're Too right. Soon. You're Too right. Soon. Did Aaron Carter okay? Soon? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Aaron Carter's okay. Not meet the Osmonds. <laughs> Alanis Morris. <Yeah. laughs> hey now. Hey you. now. Do not disgrace. She is Canadian, so oh, careful. Yeah, she's yeah. Canadian treasure. I, Do yeah. not disgrace me, the good. Me and Brendan were talking about this yesterday. And Damn that's right. Why she's in America now. They won't have her back. <laughs> Jagged little pill is my shit. That's right. Um. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys learn from this movie? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Nathan, what? I are... think you mean to ask what we were what were we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. 
um, what did I learn from this movie? I I learned that uh, Elizabeth Berkeley only has a Jesse Spano setting is for acting. <laughs> um, uh, she she was great in the L word. It's Bro- just uh, for like a season, <laughs> lesbian stuff. Hot. Was she just lesbian Jesse Spano though? Yeah, I mean, mm. yes. There you go. <laughs> I think her name was Jesse actually. Wow. <laughs> we're just going to make this easy for you? Exactly. I don't want you to be confused. No, no, no me. <laughs> Actually, you want to hear a fun little bit of trivia with this movie? Apparently, when this movie w- debuted, uh, Dustin Diamond uh, went to it to support his friend, and ended up feeling super uncomfortable, and talked about how trashy the movie was. Fast forward to about 15 years later. He's making shit mustaches? He- Oh yeah, I don't know where he get. Well, I know where he gets off, but I don't know where he gets uh, off talking about the terrible life choices that Elizabeth Berkley made for this movie. Considering the fucking dumpster fire his life became. Yeah. Well, he's grown as a human being, and I'm sure if he were to reflect on his previous comments, he'd say, "You know, I've learned a lot since then, and now that I'm in pawn and in and out of jail, you know, Elizabeth Berkley for stabbing somebody on Christmas." <laughs> Guys, I will say that what what <laughs> I what I learned from this movie is quite simple. Uh, everybody makes mistakes <laughs> because there is a lot of talent in this movie, a lot of talented people, and it turned out like this. You're and right. You guys know who was almost cast in the role of Nomi Malone, right? I wrote this down no. actually, but go ahead. Oh, okay, no, well, go ahead. Shirley uh, Theron. Apparently she yep. tried out and... Oh, yeah. did you hear about some of the other ones that tried out? Oh no, go for it. Okay. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Seen it. Drew Barrymore. Seen it. Angelina Jolie. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll save the best for last. Denise Richards. Seen okay. it. And the one, the only, Jenny McCarthy. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I could literally see all of those. That's, oh, uh, oh! Actually, do you want to know who was considered for the part of Crystal Connors, Crystal Meth? Oh, I know this one. Okay, Daryl Hannah. Okay, Sean Young. <laughs> My God! <laughs> oh, sorry. That, she uh, would literally be Crystal Meth. <laughs> sorry, that was a typo. That says Sean Penn. <laughs> no, Sean Young, uh, Sharon Stone, which would have made sense because Basic Instinct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And possibly the greatest actress of our generation, Madonna. Ugh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she would definitely check all the boxes for gross. You would have seen her 1995 titties, though. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, seen it. What, what was that movie? Um, <laughs> Black and the white backstage. <laughs> yeah. The, no, the, the, the truth the are there. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. They, so the, the, the documentary tour video that they did. Yeah, I actually like that movie. It was pretty good. Is Montrose here, or did he get grossed out and leave? (laughs) No, I. he's here. Okay, okay, well, go ahead, Montrose. Plug your, uh, (laughs) plug your shit. No, no, there's no need to be like that. I will be civil if you remain civil as well, Mr. Hall. Uh, 
Hello, it's your good friend Montrose Monkington the Third here, and I would just like to say uh, I'd like to thank Nathan and Brendan for being, for being so so cordial as to, to invite me onto their show, so I may promote my things. Uh, you can check out my my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV, uh, where I've uh, been discussing a lot of wrestling, and I actually got out to a local wrestling event uh, last week or the week before even, and um, I had a really excellent time. Uh, also, uh, I covered WrestleMania. 14 videos later and uh, you can just check that out they'll be doing more stuff in the coming months now that the weather is turning a tad nicer here in Canada uh, you can also follow me on Facebook Montrose Monkington the third Esquire and friends and also on Twitter at Montrose the third that's the number three RD and uh, thank you more later also I would like to thank Brendan and Nathan for featuring a film where my cousins were in it thank you Elizabeth Berkeley. <laughs> As for us, you can check us out on Twitter at WWTT Podcast. We're also on Instagram under the same handle, WWTT Podcast. We're on Facebook. Uh, we also got a What Were They Thinking interactive group on Facebook where you can talk about how well, you can talk about how uh, we're a bunch of perverts and we did the movie Showgirls. Um, you can also uh, check out our podcast, obviously, at all the podcatchers, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Al Jazeera Network, you know, Podify, Podify, Pod Knife, Podcast yep. Knife, Pod Closet, Pod Closet, uh, Teddy Ruxpin Appreciation Society, Crystal and ABC Pod. Spark, and ABC Spark. Actually, our Showgirls episode will be edited down to forty-two minutes on ABC Spark, but you'll get the full <laughs> Monty on HBO. Right, you get a lot of floating CGI bras on ABC Spark. <laughs> <laughs> yes disturbing oh boy More so again disturbing than implied rape. <laughs> here's where we usually do a hint for next week or for mm-hmm. two weeks from now however it's listeners choice month coming up next month so we don't know what's coming up so stay tuned because next week we will have a mini episode and then the tuesday following that on twitter we will have the reveal of our first movie for listeners choice yeah so there you have it so now i apologize nathan do you have a question i i do uh brandon i mean we're we're we were talking about a movie that was infamous when i was 17 and it it was a movie where uh, elizabeth berkeley tried to uh, shed her uh, skin uh, of jesse spano but by shedding her clothes uh, in, in a movie where she just is Jesse Spano, but on Quaaludes. In a movie where uh, Agent Cooper, who's, you know, so genuinely nice trying to solve the murder of, of uh, poor Laura. And, you know, a movie where Dharma's dad is so skeezy. I gotta ask, Brendan, yeah. what were they thinking? Titties. Titties. <laughs> That's when the money rolls in.